Hello, everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. He would witness the horror of brutality at the infamous Evan Prison, located in the bowels of Tehran. Childhood friends and innocent victims raped, tortured, and mercilessly executed under the tyrannical reign of the Ayatollah Khomeini. These unimaginable atrocities would leave an imprint of rage with the vow to vindicate their deaths. But how? As one of Iran's feared revolutionary guards, wasn't he part of the problem? What could he do? Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to hear the true and courageous story of a man who was willing to sacrifice all to find freedom and hope for his beloved country, Iran, and its people, and in the process, find ultimate freedom in Christ. Would you welcome with me today for part one of this very special testimony, award-winning author of the explosive A Time to Betray, and sharing with us today under a pseudonym to protect his identity, Mr. Reza Khalili. Reza, welcome to Testimony. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a great pleasure to be on your program today. Well, it's an honor to have you. Your book is incredible. It's a difficult read. It's a great read. And I just would like to thank you on behalf of the American people up front for your courageous acts in choosing to live a double life as a CIA agent for the United States of America. In this segment of our time today, Reza, I would like for you to share why you defected, what you found out as a CIA operative, and then for part two, I want to take our listeners to the conversion that would forever change your life. Reza, would you please tell us that story? Well, yes, thank you. Um, well, you see, um, I came to U.S. Uh, early 70s. Uh, I was born and raised in Tehran, Iran, during the Shah's era. Uh, the country was progressing, women were free, and many Christians, uh, Muslims, and Jews were living uh, side by side as, as a, a big family. Uh, and really, religion was not uh, an issue. Uh, and uh, so the only thing lacking at that time, though, was uh, political freedom, freedom of speech. Uh, and so uh, I came to U.S. early 70s, like thousands of others uh, of uh, students from Iran to continue my education, as my father wanted me to do. And, and so um, by the time I graduated here, though, uh, the Islamic Revolution took place in Iran, uh, which has started uh, as a movement uh, uh, for greater freedom uh, to reach a full democratic uh, system. Uh, and, and then it was midway hijacked by Ayatollah Khomeini, uh, who promised not to interfere in the political matters of Iran and just to act as a spiritual leader. Uh, and so once he came back to Iran, the clerics started consolidating power. Uh, it was the time that I went back to Iran before all of this uh, taking place by the clerics, uh, and, and believing that there will be uh, a free political 
political process. And so at that time, my childhood friend uh, had joined uh, the Revolutionary Guards at its inception. Uh, uh, the guards were formed from regular uh, boys uh, from neighborhood, uh, mostly from the poorest sect of the society, with the hope of securing the country and also helping the the less privileged. Uh, and so uh, I thought as a duty that uh, I could help them with my education, uh, with the infrastructure of the organization, and I joined. Uh, but only months later, once the clerics had consolidated power, a massive suppression started taking place on the Iranian people like never seen before. Boys and girls were gathered from the streets, from colleges, from high schools, uh, universities, and taken to Evan prison. Women were lashed for not adhering to Islamic hijab, where they had been promised uh, that nobody would interfere with their daily life. Political parties were banned, universities were closed, thousands of uh, military officers were uh, executed uh, without due process. And so uh, I was bewildered, I was shocked. Uh, and, and especially when I witnessed what was happening at Evan Prison as my closest friend and, and his siblings were taken there. Uh, and girls as young as 14 were raped prior to execution because they believed that uh, if they died a virgin, they could end up in heaven. And uh, unimaginable torture were being uh, done on, on these youth. And, and it just broke my heart. And so uh, I prayed to God. I said that uh, Islam cannot be uh, the religion that you prescribe. This, is, this does not represent you. Uh, I don't believe you are Allah. I believe you are a God of love, of mercy, of passion, of forgiveness. And so I asked him for help. And one thing led to the other. I managed come, to come to U.S. Uh, contacted the U.S. authorities, and, uh, and uh, at first it was FBI, then they introduced me to the CIA, and at one point they asked me if I was willing to become their eyes and ears. Uh, and, and I believe that if I did that, then I could help my country, I could help the West understand of the threat of the radicals ruling it, and the danger they posed not only to the Iranians, but to the world, and that there could be change. And so that's when uh, I started acting as a CIA spy in Iran. Now, Reza, how old were you at this time, and what was your trade that you learned in America? Well, uh, uh, it was computer science that I studied in America, and I was about, at the time that I came back to U.S., which I saw as a second home, I was about 27 years old. And how difficult was it for you to quote betray your country because you were given a lie detector test. They wanted to be sure you were not a spy. They wanted to vet you. How did they vet you? Well, uh, uh, that's a great question. Actually, uh, one thing that I want to emphasize, they were all gracious, they were honest, they were kind, and, uh, and they did not force me to, to, do, to take up this mission. And I could have chosen anything I wanted. I could have stayed here and brought uh, my wife. And, and so it was me who chose that. But they did uh, uh, put me through uh, the lie detector test to make sure that, uh, you know, uh, everything I was saying it was true. And then they trusted me as much as I trusted them. And, uh, and, uh, but, but there was a lot of anxiety on my part. I always, uh, at that time, I continuously questioned my sanity. I continuously asked and begged God for help, for guidance. 
because I knew if I were arrested, then not only I would be tortured, raped, and, and, and executed, but my wife, my son, my mother, my relatives would have been subjected to the same uh, uh, kind of uh, 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 treatment, which, which then would uh, send shivers down my spine. So uh, I just see it as a miracle that I'm uh, here and, and, and I made it out. I mean, I, I can't thank God enough uh, uh, for, for allowing me to be here so far. Now, in your book, you were thanking God as a Muslim. Is that correct? But then you later converted to Christianity. In other words, you renounced Islam and you converted to Christianity. We're going to talk more about that in our second segment of our interview here today. Reza, can you just tell us, for those that are listening right now, you're listening to Reza Khalili. This is a pseudonym for his own protection, and even the voice you are hearing, ladies and gentlemen, is not his. If he were to be found out, he would be abducted and executed, and he served under the tyrannical reign of uh, Khomeini uh, years back. Reza, what can you say to us that gives us confidence and security that you're really here for the American people. I'm reminded of the Fort Hood incident. But, uh, here, here's the thing. Uh, I've, I've tried to be uh, outspoken about the threat of the regime. Uh, I've tried to reveal the truth behind the threat they pose. And, and I've been very outspoken for years trying to raise awareness, trying to warn our leaders, and, and I've revealed one truth after another on the regime and revealed their secrets. And, and uh, my frustration is uh, that our leaders uh, have not listened uh, and, and we've ended up where we are, which uh, if they become a nuclear armed state, uh, they will be an existential threat not only to Israel but to the U.S. because in their mind, in their belief, in their philosophy and religion, they have to destroy Israel and America uh, for, for, for creating the kind of environment for the uh, reappearance of the last uh, uh, Islamic Messiah, the Shiites, 12th Imam, Imam Mahdi. And for anybody doubting that, I urge them to watch the uh, secret documentary of the government, the Iranian government, which I revealed last year, uh, The Coming is Upon Us, and it is on my website, thetimetobetray.com, in their words. They tell you how they're going to bring about chaos, havoc, where millions of people are massacred uh, by their actions. And we've had recent guests on testimony that can back up what you've just said. CBN News Terrorism Analyst Eric Stackelback, Lieutenant Retired General Jerry Boykin, they talk about the threat of Islam, the infiltration of it into our country, as well as now the uh, Sharia law being adjudicated even in U.S. courts. Reza, how is the Iranian government and those that consider America the great Satan, how are they infiltrating our country? We have just a few minutes remaining. Well, uh, as I've revealed recently, there are uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of terror cells in the U.S. Uh, they have long plans for these. They've got cells uh, placed in our cities. They have done reconnaissance on sensitive sites. They have monitored our, uh, our political leaders. They have tried to affect our policies. And they are ready to attack us from within. And uh, in their collaboration with Hezbollah and drug cartels, 
uh, they were spread out throughout the U.S. So the, the danger is very real and is very serious. And we just should not allow this uh, fanatical regime in Iran to get its hand on the nuclear bomb. And we should make it our mission to help the Iranian people who are, by the way, one of the most westernized uh, people in the region who love America, who love Israel, uh, uh, to uh, to help them uh, to bring about change in Iran, which would change the geopolitics of the region and the world. Very well said. And I know from speaking with other guests who have appeared on testimony that speak to this very issue that there is an underground movement amongst the Iranian people. They do love this country. They do believe in Christ. They do have hope for a better future and for freedom. And we know this is why you defected from your own country at the ridicule of your own family. Your book was so touching, Reza. Your own mother thought you must be a monster to be associated uh, with the regime that was torturing people, but you could not divulge what you were doing to protect her safety and the safety of your family. Reza, I look, I'm going to... Um, and right here, we're going to pick up our second segment for next week, where we talk more about your efforts to help the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Reza Kahili, author of The Amazing, A Time to Betray. Reza, thank you so much for being with us. God bless you. Thanks so much for having me, and God bless. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. He had just defected from his beloved country, family, wife, and any hopes of reunion with them if he was ever caught, not to mention the danger they faced, unbeknownst to them, just by association. But the choice was clear. As a former Revolutionary Guard under the brutal reign of the Ayatollah Khomeini, he knew America was his only hope for real change and freedom for him, his country, and his family. He would live the life of a double CIA agent, go back to Iran, and betray his own country with the hopes of saving its people. Would you welcome back to Testimony, author of the award-winning A Time to Betray, former Iranian Revolutionary Guard, and now counter-terrorism expert for the United States of America, Mr. Reza Khalili. Reza, welcome back to Testimony. Thank you so much. Reza, in part one of our story last week, you talked about what drove you to live the life of a double agent for the CIA inside Iran's Revolutionary Guard. You have been featured on ABC, CBN, C-SPAN, the BBC, Fox, and a host of other national and international media outlets. 
you've worked alongside former CIA Director James Woolsey, Ambassador Alan Keyes, and you've been the guest of the National Press Club in Washington, D.C., discussing Iran. And now you currently serve as a counterterrorism expert for the U.S. Department of Defense's Joint Counterintelligence Training Academy, as well as serving on the newly formed task force on national and homeland security, an advisory board authorized by Congress. Reza, did you ever imagine the events of your life leading you to this point? Well, no. Uh, uh, when I started uh, to become uh, uh, an agent for the CIA within Iran, I had no idea that my life would change forever, uh, that most of it would be in shadows, that uh, I would have to tell lies to my family in order to protect them, that I would be living a double life. But, uh, but still, uh, uh, as of today even, uh, uh, my life is not the same. It has never been. As I fight uh, to raise awareness, as I uh, try to be as outspoken as I can be against uh, the, the threats posed by the radical Islamists ruling Iran and, and the jihadis who want to truly destroy us, uh, which is, uh, as they see it, mandated in Quran, kill all infidels until there are no more and all are believers of Allah. So uh, I, I see it as a mission, I see it as a duty, I see it as uh, a responsibility of all humanity for the dignity of humanity, for love, for peace, for prosperity, that we need to all unite, understand this threat, and, and, and form a common front to oppose it and to help the Iranians to bring change. What is the current administration doing, in your opinion, to affect that change for the good for Iran, or are they? Well, no, they are not. Uh, actually, I wrote an open letter to President Obama when he uh, uh, took office. Uh, I tried to warn the new president that negotiations are not going to work. These, uh, you better understand the ideology. You see, it's not about the economy. It is the ideology, and therefore negotiations won't work. They take it again right out of the Quran. Deceive thy enemy until such time you are strong enough to destroy them. And, and so I try to let him know that negotiations won't work, sanctions won't work. They are determined with their mission. Uh, and unfortunately, I saw President Obama continue with this uh, negotiation in his extending hand to, to the murderous rulers of Iran who were suffocating the Iranian people and turning his back on the Iranian people uh, in, in, in one of the most opportune time in our history where millions came out on the streets in Iran chanting uh, 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 for change, for freedom, for democracy, even chanting, Obama, Obama, are you with us uh, 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 or with them? And, and so uh, he could have brought about change in Iran just by supporting the Iranian people without a single bullet being fired. But now, uh, unfortunately, it seems that we are heading towards war. Well, and that is the case. Now, I want to talk a little bit, Reza, about your conversion to Christianity as a devout Muslim, you made the decision not too long ago to renounce Islam and embrace Christianity. Can you talk about that? But you know, it was early eighties when uh, I prayed to God. Uh, I think I, I renounced Islam then in my heart. I confessed to God that He, the God. 
not Allah, that Islam doesn't represent his vision, his religion. And, and so my, my search for, uh, for a way to find uh, uh, a solution to bring about change in Iran uh, was a search at the same time to find through God. Because, because always in my heart I knew that God represents love and nothing else. And so the choice was clear uh, that, uh, you know, when I got to know about Jesus, when I, when, when I read the New Testament, uh, I, I became overwhelmed by his love, by his message, which was a universe to me. It, it was so overwhelming. And, and, and so uh, the choice became clear. Uh, where in, uh, uh, Islam says that, uh, you know, so when the sacred month had passed away, then a slave the non-believers, wherever you find them, and take them captive, and besiege them, and lie and wait for them in every ambush. Uh, in, in John 12:46-47, I have come as a light to shine in this dark world, so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in dark. I will not judge those who hear me, but don't obey me, for I have come to save the world, not to judge it. This was a clear distinction uh, where I had to go and what I had to do. And, and so I renounced Islam and, and, and chose Christ. And, and, and so uh, I think, I think uh, like many other Iranians, uh, the choice had been made for us many, many years ago, but, but, but then the opportunity was not there to officially uh, convert. Uh, and you know that thousands of Iranians right now, uh, in secrecy in Iran, um, convert to Christianity, do they know that? the punishment would be uh, execution, uh, and, and they resent Islam more than any time before. If before the revolution they respected the religion, there is no respect for the religion anymore. They've seen it with their eyes that what this religion prescribes. Wow. In a statement that you released, Reza, you quote from the Quran in five, chapter 5, verse 33, quote, Islam preaches, quote, the punishment of those who wage war against Allah and his messenger and strive to make mischief in the land is only this, that they should be murdered or crucified, or their hands and their feet should be cut off on opposite sides, or they should be imprisoned. This shall be as a disgrace for them in this world, and in the hereafter they shall have a grievous chastisement." End quote. You say that our word says... Our Lord Christ says in Luke 6:37 to 38 to counter this quote, "Judge not, and you will not be judged; condemn not, and you will not be condemned; forgive, and you will be forgiven; give, and it will be given unto you." And then again in Luke 6:32 through 36, I loved this Reza quote, "If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them." And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for He is kind to the ungrateful and the selfish. Be merciful as your father is merciful. Reza, what did this mean to you when you first read it? 
but you know the contrast is significant uh, I saw uh, love against hate I saw light uh, against darkness I, I saw true God against evil uh, I, I mean I just became overwhelmed how can there be so much love how can there be so much passion how can there be so much mercy as opposed to what Islam prescribes and, and in my belief and I don't want to offend anyone but Islam is not a religion uh, it, 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 it's, it, it's, it's the vision of a human mind with revenge uh, and, and, and so uh, many Muslims don't even know uh, their religion and, 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 and this is a true statement uh, and so uh, I think once everyone finds out what really Christianity is what Christ uh, stood for and, and, and how much love there is uh, you cannot resist but to become overwhelmed and enmeshed uh, with this love and become part of it and, 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 uh, and, and, and become enlightened this is so amazing to me in your book A Time to Be Trey, and ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Reza Khalili, a pseudonym for one who worked as a revolutionary guard in Iran and defected to the United States and is now working in counterintelligence for us here in America. You did not grow up in dire circumstances. You grew up in a normal, happy family. You loved your grandfather. You loved the garden he planted. You paint such a different picture from where you ended up being taken to the brutality and the cruelty uh, of the Islam religion. So your story uh, is very impactful because you could have chosen to stay in America and ignore all of it for your own self, but you laid your life down for your family, for your friends, and for those you don't even know to make a difference. Reza, in our remaining moments here, will you speak to someone out there who is trapped in this ideology, who wants freedom, who wants to escape. Speak to that, Reza, in our few moments remaining. Well, uh, the only thing I can say is I urge them to reach out for true God, to reach out to Christ, and they will be helped, and doors will open, and they will be safeguarded in their pursuit for freedom and democracy. Human beings, wanting, desiring justice, desiring freedom, desiring democracy, uh, wanting to spread love and compassion and mercy, we can never fail in doing that if we truly believe in that path. And so I urge them to reach out and I urge them to grab it and, 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 and turn to true God and, and doors will open up. And I pray that, I pray that God will help us all to bring change in Iran before it's too late, because I truly believe that these madmen, these radicals, these jihadists ruling Iran, once they get the bomb, they will use it, and our uh, and, and, and humanity uh, will, will suffer great consequences for many decades to come. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Reza Khalili, his explosive book, A Time to Betray. You can go to his website to learn more. Reza, thank you for the honor of doing your testimony. May God bless you, protect you and your family, and honor you for the sacrifice you have made for your country and for ours. God bless you. Thank you so much for having me. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. 
together we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebar.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.